Welcome back to the Closely Distinct Podcast. Your boy DJ KO. I'm glad you guys tuned back into the show today. We got a special show for you guys, man. Look, much love to my sponsors. Shout out to 605 Adult Beverages. I'm glad you guys got uh, got a chance to taste it for the guys who have who have it. I need you guys to go to Drink ALP6 on Instagram and make sure you guys hit those guys up. Uh, if you want to know what it looks like, this is it right here, the brand. Adult beverages, it's infused with cannabis. Much love to you guys. Also, much love to uh, my partners over there at Red Core Universe. You're making Coastly Distinct, uh, not just a domestic brand, but an international brand. I appreciate you guys over there. Today, guys, we have a special guest. You know I always bring these heavy hitters over here and people that's influencing the community, influencing not just our community, but other communities that at the same time could bridge the gap between the two. Everybody, I'd like to welcome to the show, Mr. Brian Will Turner. Appreciate you allowing me to be here, my brother. Yes, sir. And Mr. Brian, he's the owner of The Pocket USA. Yes, sir. The Pocket USA. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Mr. I'm doing Brian. great, man. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm blessed, man. I'm here. Man, we are. You know what I'm saying? It's cold outside. Feel good. It's warming up, actually. It's Feel good. It's Feel better good. than It's my type of year, though, man. Yeah, last like week. this type of year. Last week, it was what? Thirty degrees cold. Yeah, right. Hey, now it was cold last week. Bro. I like this type of weather, but last week was cold. Yeah, it was. It was cold. I'm not used to that, right there. Yeah, it was cold. So look, Brian, tell the people where you're from. From Houston. Born and raised in Houston. Yeah, man. Um, I'm the youngest of four, two sisters, one brother. Okay. What school you went to? High school, Madison High school. College. I went to North Texas. Madison is Madison still in existence? Come on, man! Come on! Man. I thought they shut it down come after. Come on, uh, man! Come <laughs> on, man! Hey, nah, man! Madison, <laughs> man, hey, man, that's my home, man. Um, South to Madison. Herm Clark, man. Oh yeah, Herm yeah, Clark, man. Yeah, that, that, there's nothing else. There's nothing else like Herm Clark. Man. Nothing wrong with that, man. So look, I want before we even get into the product, I want to give a little, little small introductory of, of how you started the entrepreneur role, uh, how where you came from to this point. So, how do you even learn about the business, just the business in general, of becoming an entrepreneur? So, we, we've been knowing entrepreneurship since we was kids, but we didn't know. Like when our grandmothers are the, what was the cool cup lady, or you go to the candy lady house, there was entrepreneurs, but we didn't know it. Um, I was selling candy and cookies in school, in middle school. But just didn't know it. I just know I wanted to make a little extra money. Because every now and then you ain't going to have lunch money. Ain't my, mm -hmm. my mom was a single mom. Three other kids in the house. She got to supply lunch money for everybody. Right, so, right. you know, I, I was that kid that never wanted to put too much pressure on my mom. So, I used to always try to figure out a way to make some extra money. So I don't have to even um, bother her as far as I needed lunch money. So I, I buy, I go to the store and buy the, the candies, 10 for a dollar. Five for a dollar, and I sell them for a quarter, fifty cents, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to put extra money in my pocket. But not knowing, not knowing what I was doing, right. I just know I wanted extra money, man. Right. So I think that's how I got started, man. And the older you get, the more the more you start looking at life and seeing life and understanding how life works. You gotta have money in this world, man. You gotta have something. You gotta have a product. You gotta have something, especially if you want to leave it to your kids. Absolutely. Oh, that's real. Yeah, that, that is hundred percent true, man. Uh, I know myself. I've been an entrepreneur. If you sell, if you talk about selling candy and mm -hmm. cutting grass, mm -hmm. so I've been an entrepreneur since I was like thirteen. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just exactly. had to learn the the rules, taxes. Uh, what can I get? How can I spend this money? What can I uh, 
provide as a loss. I had to learn that over the years, but in terms of just entrepreneurship, yeah. It's been about 13. And, and I'll tell you this, um, good friend Marcus Newman, man. Marcus Shout and his Apple wife, man, um, they the one schooled me on the business side. Okay. I, I'm doing it the hood way. Yeah. Selling out the trunk of the car. <laughs> not thinking yeah. nothing of it. Yeah, flipping it. Hey man, uh, I connected with Marcus and Amber, man, and they just taught me the whole other side of this to do it the right way. Right, right. And shout out to Amber and Marcus, man. Y'all was on the show uh, two months ago, man. Shout out to you guys, man. I see y'all. And Marcus and me actually made this uh, appointment between us two. Good. And uh, appreciate for that. But moving forward, uh, so Brian, tell me the product that you have. Give us the name of the product. And why did you even name it that? So. The Pocket USA is a product that I created for safer traffic stops. The name comes from letting it be an example of, of so if you hear it, it's, it's, it's a pocket. Mm -hmm. Like your back pocket that yeah. you can keep stuff in. So, And uh, I just put the USA on it because we need it. Um, right. A lot of this stuff that we're going through, it's not happening overseas. Mm -hmm. They're not going through the police brutality. A lot of these countries can't even have guns in their countries. Correct. So... We as Americans, United States of America, man, we go through a lot of police brutality. Uh, it don't get justified. And I just wanted to stop that from getting started. Okay. I don't even want to put us in a situation where we have to go back and forth with a police officer. Mm -hmm. I want us to be in a situation where we're comfortable doing the traffic stop, where a police officer is comfortable doing the traffic stop, right. and we can start leaving these traffic stops the way we enter them. So, so I want to... Can I, I want to come back a little bit what you said. I want because you said something of uh, having a safe, comfortable traffic stop. Mm -hmm. In the last, uh, in the last, well, I even say last, within the last twenty some years, mm -hmm. has any, not not any, but for us black men, just okay. let's let's break it down. Okay. I want to talk about specifics. Has majority of those traffic stops been safe, even if the man is being compliant? Have they been safe? Because if you look at the last, let's say, five years okay. since Trayvon Martin, okay. right? And that wasn't even a traffic stop. That was just, you know, the dude being crazy. Mm -hmm. Since Trayvon Martin, ever since then, it's always been a case of most people being compliant. Black men and black women being 100%. compliant. Right? So now, do you think it's, you use the term safe. Okay. Do you think it's safe, or do you think it's just, it's, a, it's not a strike, but it's just something against the black man and police officers? So so my view is, a traffic stop, man, it all boils down to the police officer. Okay. So, if a police officer having a bad day, if he woke up on the wrong side of the bed, if him and his wife had an argument, if he had an argument with his chief, most likely, they're going to take that anger and frustration out on the first person they see. And it, it comes to us because they feel we don't have the means of representation. Correct. Right? Right. So they're going to feel they can get off and they can just say we was overdoing whatever. But with my product, the Pocket USA, I don't even want it to get there. I got Because all I keep hearing is, well, settle it in court. Don't go back and forth with a police officer right now. You can't win no case on the street. Correct. I don't even want it to get that far. All I want you to do, if you was to get pulled over, roll your windows down. Okay. If it's at night, turn your light on. Okay. Keep an open communication with a police officer if they ask you, and everything they're going to need is on the outside of your vehicle. So I need to, I need, I need to see this product. I need to see how it works. Okay. So look. And this is the pocket, guys. This is the pocket. 
This okay. is the Pocky USA. You will have all your information in this product. Okay. Depending on your city and state. Hold it up so it's here. Depending on where your city and state is, in Houston, they just going to ask for your um, license and your insurance. Other cities might ask for your registration, your medical card, depending on where you at. So you will have all your information already in this product. So we have a magnet on the back of it. Mm -hmm. If you have a vehicle that has a metal door, you can put it on your door. Okay. But if you have a newer model vehicle that's made of aluminum or fiberglass, the metal, the magnet won't stick. So you'll put the suction cup on it and you'll attach it to your window. On the outside of the window. On the outside of your window. Got you. So by the time a police officer walks to your vehicle, now they got everything they need on the outside of your vehicle. Mm. You can keep both hands visible. You don't have to move, reach, dig, or any type of movement when a police officer asks you for your license and insurance. So, so all right, so so we're going to do an improv. Let's do it. All right, so wing, bling, 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 bling. I get pulled over. Yep. All right, so you... 50 feet, 20, say they stop maybe 25 feet, 50 feet behind you, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm the one being stopped. Correct. And you're the officer. So I would do this. I see that? Yeah. So I would do this. Before they get even, they're walking up to the vehicle, I would take all my information, put it in here, and sit on the outside of my window and just roll my window up. No. So what I tell everybody, when you're leaving okay. your driveway, once you, once you purchase this product, the first thing you do is put your insurance in it. Okay. Once you get in your vehicle, before you even put your seatbelt on, you put your license in it. So now you can keep this product with your license and insurance already in it, inside your window, attached to it. You can put it in your visor. You can mm -hmm. put it in your cup holder. Gotcha. I keep mine on the inside of my window. Gotcha. So when I do get pulled over, I just take it from the inside, put it on the outside. I don't have to reach for my license, none of my insurance, because it's already in there. Well, that's dope. So you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of an uh, ID holder. Basically. At a job. Basically, so when I went and got the patent for it, that's what they would, they didn't want to give me the patent because of they was they was the the diagram I was showing them was somebody that already had a patent on the ideal, but okay. this was a different diagram a design with the magnet with the edges with the thickness with the width it was different right, right. so I had to do it over and over and over again so and the reason I did it on my own for a lot of people out there this we need to start doing stuff on our own so we can know. Right. So we can know and we can teach ourselves, so we can teach our family, we can teach our community. Because once we keep paying people to do stuff for us, we never learn. Correct. And, so, you, and, you, and you losing a lot of money. You're losing a lot of money. I, I, I was getting everything from a $10,000 retainer to a $25,000 retainer just to get this patent wow. by a law firm. Wow. I said, man, let me try to do this myself. I called the uh, patent office, man. You know, they walked me through everything. Mm -hmm. We stayed on the phone for about an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. We went through all the paperwork and everything, page by page, man. They walked me through everything, how to sign it, what to sign it. Only thing I didn't know was the, how to do the design. Okay. So it, everything has to be precise on the design. But we got all that squared away, man, and three years later, here we go. So, so that's a, hold up, I got so much stuff I want to ask you about. We got time, brother, let's talk. I, I want to ask you about the patent. I want to ask you, when you started the patent process, mm -hmm. who did you know, how, and, to to contact like how do you know I understand it's a patent office but what patent office because you got different attorneys that do the certain patents so I call the direct okay direct the U T P S O something like that I call the them direct office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you can yeah it's a hundred law firms you can go through but like I say you will never learn right. you will never be able to give that information to your kids or to your community because you don't know because you paying them and that's what we really be paying people for we paying them for because we lazy. And we don't want to learn. For the knowledge, yeah. Exactly. 
So you do it yourself, you learn it. Okay. Right? So yeah, so I call the uh, patent office directly. It's a 1-800. I forgot the number, but I got it. It's mm -hmm. a 1-800 number, man. You call them directly. They're going to walk you through it. And once you get through with that first phone call, once you get everything squared away, they're going to tell you. You're not going to hear from us for two to three years. Mm. Okay. And it took that long. I, I was calling like every six months. No, it's not ready. Okay. It's not ready. It's not even been processed yet. Because they got to get it clear. All that. The they got States a million and billion of product out there. Right? right, right. And they have to go through all of them one by one to make sure that nothing, the name and the um design, yeah. to make sure there's nothing out there like it. Well, it's kind of like, I have, a, I have a friend that went to college with, she's a patent attorney. Okay. And uh, I don't know the in, the detail like you know about it because mm -hmm. you went through the process, uh, but she kind of broke it down for me mm -hmm. on how that process operates because I remember trying to get a copyright mm -hmm. for this actual name and how long it took because mm -hmm. they have to go through each state, All that. each county, yep. you know what I'm saying, to see if it's cleared and they got to make sure it's cleared, then it goes to the United States and then they got to clear it, make sure you ain't got no background all discrepancies and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah, it takes a long time. It takes a while, man. It yeah. takes a while, but it's good. Now, I talked to a lot of patent um, attorneys as well and they told me I would be wasting my time and money by even getting a patent. Because somebody can do what I'm doing if they're willing to put the work in, but they can't do it exactly. this way. Right. Exactly. Right. They can make it, a, it can be a circle, it can be a, a box, it mm -hmm. can be a whatever, but they just can't do it this way. Right. So um, if you want to go through the process, man, and just to make yourself feel comfortable that nobody take your exact design, I would say, I would tell anybody, man, and it only costs six hundred and I want to say thirty-seven bucks for the actual for the actual patent. design patent. Yeah. Patent. So I want to get back to the pocket. So now, is the pocket designated for a certain group of people, or is it just for anybody for safety purposes? So I would I would like to say this, and please, I don't want no police officers who watching this to take <laughs> it the wrong way, man. But our culture is the culture that go through the police brutality. Okay. Our culture go through it. So this product was created. When my son was 16, just to make a, uh, let you guys know, when my son was 16 years old, mm -hmm. he was going to start driving. This is when Philando Castillo was murdered by the police officer okay. by doing everything the police officer asked him to do. Everything right and still end up getting shot. Right. Killed. Getting killed. Getting right. murdered. Murdered. Right. Yeah. So, and, and, and it got justified. Yeah. And I did not want that problem landing on my doorstep because usually we don't do nothing or react until it land on our doorstep. And it's too late. Correct. I did not want that problem landing on my doorstep. My son, he's a big kid. He plays sports. He, he's aggressive when he talks. The big hair, all that, man. And a police officer that's having a bad day or just just a scary police officer yeah. can feel my son is being too aggressive towards him. Threatening. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the word they and, use. And I, didn't, and I don't want my son getting pulled out of vehicle. Oh, I don't want my son being harassed by a police officer when being pulled over, man. So I, I had to come up with a solution instead of complaining about a problem that we've been having that we're going to continue to have. And I say that because a lot of police officers call me and I ask them, do you think this problem will ever end? They tell me no. I haven't heard a yes yet. Mm. So, man, I just, I'm just i just trying to do what I can do to protect my family, protect your family, right. protect the black culture. So do you think, I'm going to go back to that, about the police. Do you think the police, I'm pretty sure the police knows about it. And he's seen it multiple times. Right. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, are, you, are they receptive to it? I only had one police officer. <laughs> it was a police chief in no, 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 Mississippi. And that's another thing, man. I've been traveling the world with this product. Okay. And when I say the world, I've probably been to 
maybe four or five different states talking to police officers, police chiefs, and mayors, man, just trying to get this product in their city and okay. state. But, yeah, man, I had one police chief in Mississippi, man, the only one said he didn't like it. And the only reason I feel he said he didn't like it because he didn't understand it. Right. And a lot of police officers, I don't know if it was him or not, want to always feel like they're in control. Correct. And I think with this product, man, we put the control back in our hands mm -hmm. in a safe way. Not being negative with the whole situation, but, hey, man, at any given moment, is this going to be the one? Right. Is this going to be the guy who walking up on me to take my life? Right. They take me away from my kids. And that's what I said at the beginning of the podcast, man. I don't even want it to get that far. Right. And I believe this product is the reason that we, we can stop the police brutality. Because it's, it's certain terms that they use that to make to justify things. Non-compliant is one term. Aggressive. Threatened. Resistant. Resistant. I didn't feel safe. Right? Which yep. is Which is terms that you really can't. Narrate or define exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like a slippery slope, and it's their word against yours. Correct. And nine times out of ten, you ain't gonna have a say so because you ain't gonna be here to speak for yourself. Right. Right. So I, 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 I'm I'm gonna keep saying this. I don't even want it to get that far. Yeah, yeah. With this product, it would not even get that far. It won't even get to. Well, can you step out your car? Gotcha. We're not gonna even get that far. Right. It's all it's gonna be is. Why was you speeding? Why was you doing this? And, and I'll tell you this. A lot of police officers then told me, they don't even like traffic stops. Mm -hmm. But they, they pulling you over. Now, I don't know how true it is or not, but I heard this more than once. Okay. They pulling you over saying if you're driving too fast, of course, they want to make sure you're not drunk. Correct. Want to make sure there's nothing illegal in your vehicle. You're mm -hmm. not high. You're not. Or, or if you veering over in your lane that you're not aware of, they just pulling over to check on you. Right. That's what they tell me. Mm hmm that's what they tell. That's what they're saying. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say, man. But, man, anytime you get pulled over, man, I just believe, I, I truly believe in this product, man. I, I put everything on this product that this will make traffic stops safe for football parties. Right. And I think, I think you know, just my opinion, I think it's, it's, it's like you said, it's safe and it's an easier way. If you're going to give me a ticket, I'm just pointing to the window. That's All it. All my information is right there. That's it. I don't need no conversation with That's you. That's it. Okay, you pull me over for X, Y, and Z, look. That's it. The information right there. That's it. You can take you can take this product off my window. You can take my, just turn it over. The license is going to fall out. The insurance is going to fall out. If you're going to give me a ticket or one, you can also put it right back in this product right. and put it right back on my door. That makes sense. And let me go on about my business. You go on about yours. Any testimonials you had since the, uh, the Oh, product? man, I had a lot of them. Um, had a lady from Indianapolis, uh, Pastor Vera, man. She said, um, she called me mm -hmm. out of the blue. So, I don't know if you do this or not, but I never answer my phone. Well, never answer my phone if the name don't come across. Okay. That means I don't know you. Your name ain't in my right. phone. But since I started this product, man, I start answering my phone. I get a lot of people calling me saying, thank you. Thank you. So, Pastor Vera, she called me and said that her son got pulled over by the police officer. When he made it home, he told his mom, he was like, Mom, you will not believe what happened. Mm. He gets pulled over. He said the police officer was just so aggressive. So aggressive when he approached the vehicle, asked him for his license and insurance. And he told him, it was right here on my window. He did not move. And that's another thing. It, it, it's a new product. So, of course, it can be in their face, but they don't recognize yeah, it. Yeah. So he was like, it's right there. It's right here on my window. He said, after he said that and the police officer saw it, his whole demeanor changed for the better change for the better man and that made me proud man lets me know that it's a great product to have man. yeah and then i'm thinking about it just thinking about it if you had a traffic stop and 
having an actual traffic stop, if you have, most most men have their ID in their back pocket. Exactly. Right? And most people have their insurance registration in their glove no box, right? So nowadays, everybody got a pistol, especially in Texas. Yep. It's open carry. Yep. Oh. Uh, <laughs> As a police officer, of course you got to be conscientious. Now, because, exactly. Right, because you think you're digging for something. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense when the stuff is right there. And that's why I didn't agree with the open the carry, especially in my city. So I don't know if you noticed. Um, so when that happened, the open the carry happened. Um, it was crazy, man. It was a lot of it was a lot of shootings going on at traffic stops because of police officers just in fear of their life. Yeah, they not knowing. So a police officer do not know who's in that vehicle. They know who is registered to because of your license plate. Right. But they don't know no, who's, who's in, in it. Exactly. And if you walk, and when they walk up to your vehicle and you have everything ready for them, hopefully that eases their pain. That eases, that eases the situation. That, makes, that makes them feel just a little bit more comfortable knowing, okay, he know what he's supposed to be doing. Now he's going to keep his hand in clear sight. Right. So now I don't even have to have my hand on my gun ready to open just in case if I have to. So has the city of Houston been receptive to it? We're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. I tell you, the city of Chicago and the city of Florida, man, they um they purchasing the product, man. Like okay. So I, I mean, I don't know nobody specifically in that city. So are they doing it? Are they purchasing it for the people, or are they just purchasing it for themselves? They purchase it for themselves. Got you. And, um, Chicago and Florida, I, I I don't know. So that's where a lot of my sales come from. Okay. And, and and it's come through social media. Uh, it comes from me being on podcasts. Yep. I was on national radio. I've been on national news more than once. So mm -hmm. they they supporting the product. Yeah, because it, it makes sense. It makes sense, especially for a certain group. My, I think yeah, it makes sense for a certain group to protect themselves because a lot of stuff that we do, we're being compliant and we're still getting shot. And we're still getting shot. Right. And, and another thing I did not want, what I don't want is to try to get 500, 600, a million signatures for my city to make traffic stops safer. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to wait eight months to a year for this paperwork that we got a million signatures on to sit on the legislation desk Fair. to get approval. Yeah. No, man, I needed to protect my son right now. Right, right, right. So I had to just come up with a solution right now. So how can a person uh, purchase a product? You can go to thepocketusa.com. I got free shipping on the product, man. And I'm paying for the shipping. I'm paying for the tax. I just want to do something. Okay. I just want to do something to help just to make a mother. You will never, you will never, if you don't have kids, you will never feel the love like you when you have kids. Right. And it's a different worry every time that child leaves that door. Right. Every time they walk out that door and close it and get into a vehicle, it's a different worry, man. Especially if they black. One hundred percent. Yeah. It's a different worry. Cause you don't know what's going on. You don't know. You don't know if you want. You don't know if that's gonna be the last time you see your child. I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and she was telling me she wants to get her son a vehicle. Mm -hmm. He's about to turn sixteen, but she wants to get him a two door vehicle. I was like, a two door vehicle? Why? She said because. They be around with their friends, and that's a target. Yep, you don't want too many people in the car. It's a target. They gonna stop you all the time, right? And it's like they might be innocent, good kids, whatever, all four point but they have black kids that in America. Black kid and that police officer do not know who you are. Correct. Correct. And that's another thing about policing too, man. Um, if we get more policing in our community to police our community, yeah, 
it would be a big difference. That's how it used to be, though. That's how it used to be. And and it didn't used to be police officers. It used to be Mr. Johnson down the street. Miss <laughs> right. Johnson down the street. She, you, before you get home, what Miss Johnson gonna do? Right. Tap that tail. That's right. When you get home, you gonna tell your mama, Miss Johnson, whoop me, cousin. She finna whoop you. That's right. And then she gonna call Miss Johnson. Thank you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't we 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 so far from that now. And they used to tell on you too. One hundred percent. Before you get home, you're scared to get home. <laughs> right. You're scared to get home, man. Hey, man. We are in a different time right now, bro. Everybody knew you when you they knew you when you was a kid, and now you're a grown adult. You have kids, and he's still just yep. that police officer, that yep. security. Yep. And they knew it's like okay, if you're doing something illegal or bad, he's like, look here, son. Yep. I know your whole family. I know your whole family. Look, I know where you come from. This not you. Go home. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But now, exactly. now you don't have that right now. I don't, no, know. No. I don't know why. We're so far from that now. It's great. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Uh, with the pocket, I want to know, go back to the patent process, mm -hmm. the business process. So did you ever want to give up in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the making of it? Never wanted to give up, but it was times like, am I doing everything I can do? Or... Is it worth it? I never wanted to give up because I know the end results. Mm -hmm. I never wanted to give up because I know somebody going to benefit from this product. Okay. But it, it, but at, in the back of your mind, you'd be like, man, once your family and friends support you, now what? Right. Now what? How, how, how do you get the next person to support you? Right. So you just got to stay consistent, man. Don't give up, man. It's going to... This might take a while, but it is going to happen, man. Because you said something earlier that uh, struck my interest. You said that you you're doing your part by making make it well, one making a product, mm -hmm. sending a product off for free mm -hmm. because you want people, kids to get home safe. Exactly. So you're doing your part, like you you even though you live in a capitalistic society, mm -hmm. it's about that bottom line, the dollar. You mm -hmm. know, what I'm saying your actual business, mm -hmm. but you like care. You're a business owner that cares actually for the actual customer. Right. And make sure the customer is satisfied, not just with the product, but also make sure their kid don't get, you 100%. know, killed or whatnot. 100%. But that's odd, though, man. What, is that like a, a your background? Was it like your church? What was it? Uh, just Hiram Clark? Because I know Hiram Clark used to be the hood, man. You know what I'm saying? Still Back is. in the day. Still <laughs> is, that's my, hey, that's my family. <laughs> hey, but nah, man, it, it, it's just raised by a single mother, man. Uh, she was always at work, and we just had to fend for ourselves. Um, so we grew up in uh, an apartment called, where are you from? New Orleans, originally. So we grew up in these apartments well, called. I'm, I'm familiar with Hiram Clark. So we grew up in these apartments called Aristocrats, man. And Drug infested. Nah, actually, no, man. It was just, we all, to this day, we can see each other on the streets and remember. It was a close, I don't know how other apartments went, man, but them crats, man, we was connected somehow, okay. some way. It was like a community. Man, whether it was in school or, or through sports, brother. Mm -hmm. Man, we was just so connected. I think that's where the love came from, man, just... Having somebody looking out for me when it wasn't my sisters or my brother. Keep in mind, I was the youngest of four. Okay. The smallest. I, I mean, I was always the smallest man. And and, and growing up in, a, in an apartment community, you got people in your apartments. If they see somebody trying to bully you at school, nah, not on my watch. Right, right. It's like my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's where the Karen came in at, man, just being in a close-knitted community apartments, man. So do you think if somebody comes along, that has a, a big checkbook. Mm 
Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. They see your product. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they will. Mm -hmm. Unless they're going to see your product. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, Brian, I like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Here's $10 million. Mm -hmm. Take the product off the market. Mm -hmm. What you going to do? Nope. Okay. I won't do it, man. I won't do it because like I, I try to tell my son and my daughter, y'all might not be thinking this way now, but I want y'all to make a baby with this product. I want this product to stay in the family. So Hershey's on the Bisco. This pocket, they they kept it in their family. Why yeah. can't we? Right. Hershey, Hershey, <laughs> Hershey had, I don't know if you, Hershey had, he started the 24 hours, 24 hour shift. He had three shifts, uh, eight to whatever. The eight hour shifts. Three eight hour shifts. Three eight hour shifts. Yeah. Hershey started, he built a community for the people that was going to be working for him before he even had the product. That's thinking ahead, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's thinking ahead because he knew his product was going to be. Innovative. Yeah, it was innovative. Thinking ahead, man. Yeah. So that's what I, I'm just thinking ahead, man. I just know this product can be here for a long time if my kids decide to take it over. Man, because that's, that's, that's kind of, because think about this. Well, you from you from the, the hood, but it's mm -hmm. not the well, you know aristocrat. It's the hood, but it was one hundred percent. It's the hood, but 100%. a lot of a lot of us that come from those places, those disadvantaged places, we are already behind the eight ball mentally, right? Mm -hmm. So by you doing this, you're already breaking. You broke the system. Right. You broke the generation right. of you know that poverty mind state of that business mindset and you're passing it on to your kids right. and saying not to sell, having sweat equity, making sure you have an asset versus liability, exactly. stuff like that. You exactly. te you're teaching them things that you probably wasn't taught. Well, no, because our parents weren't taught. Correct. Our parents didn't have the information. And what we have now as far as the technology, there's no reason why my son or my daughter can't, can't make a baby with this product. Right. There's no reason why I couldn't figure out a way to get my own patent instead of paying somebody else to do it. Right. Well, I'm going to do that, and I got all the information I need right here in front of me, but just getting on Google on my cell phone. Your cell phone, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Right. Would you partner with anybody that's that's right behind your, your uh, brand? What do you mean? Like partner. Like, make sh like say, for instance, uh, I'm going to use Master P as an example. Okay. So Master P went to Universal not to sign him, but to get a distribution deal. Right. To get his music out to different places. Right, 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 right. Um... I, I think the situation just has to be right okay. because I, I don't want nobody just to come along thinking about the end of the money. And if you're not passionate about it like me, because okay. I didn't even want my face to be on this thing, man. I just wanted to be behind the scene making a product, but ain't nobody going to talk about it, be about it like I'm going to be about it. Yeah. So that's why I'm just out here. If I got to do it by myself, I do it by myself. The hard part is done. The hard part is done, man. So now I'm just trying to stay consistent, man, run into the right people, continue to support my product, continue to talk about my product, and we're going to get that. So last week I had a sister on, Doc, Dr. Portia Jackson. She's with the city of Houston. Uh, she's a manager over there with the OBO, Office mm -hmm. of Business Opportunity. And uh, basically the whole city controls all the contracts that come through right. the city of Houston. Right. So a product like that, People will need it. So I'm saying that in terms of, that's why I actually put about the partnership question, in terms of the product, people need that. Mm -hmm. Especially like, say for instance, because uh, I have a business, I have a background check fingerprinting business that I do, right? Okay. Right? So it's like more of police, police uh, units, home and health services, people like that, they need stuff like this. Right. And with contracts, you could get a contract through the city mm -hmm. that's 400 
500, $600,000, mm-hmm. whatever the number is, and now your product is right here at home. And while you're still broadcasting it out to the world. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's just something, you know. Just, right. So I, I'm, I'm actually in that program, man, but it's just that. So what they be looking for as far as my product goes and as far as vehicles goes, mm-hmm. they looking for mechanics, looking for who can install new seat belts or who can install. Oh, I got you. Right? So it's not as, not it, so they not looking for something as far as safety. Not yet. Not yet. Exactly. So, man, believe it or not, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm, I'm almost there with talking to the right person, man. Because you're in a niche. It's a niche. Yeah, man. And you got to get in this community, bro. So it's like, I'm going to tell you, 20 years ago. No, not even that. Yeah, about 15 years ago. You know how they had when you get a DWI, they had that breathing machine? Right. That thing didn't exist. Somebody just made that up and the city just... Exactly. Came and, adopted. And, and, and it's, it's, man, it's not just Houston, it's anywhere, man. A lot of the stuff is who you know. Right. Yeah, it's true. who you know, bro. And I'm starting to meet a lot of people. Yeah. I done shook hands with some powerful people in Houston. But their agenda is not on my agenda. Correct. Everything Correct. is not... But when, it, when we get there, my name, my face is going to be in their mind. I know somebody. Right. I know somebody. Right. I can call this guy right now. Yeah, Let me get his card right now. Man, I done passed out a million cards in Houston, bro. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure half of them in the trash. But that one or two of them. Oh, yeah, it takes one. That's all it takes. It takes one, man. That's all it that ain't God. That's all it takes. You know and I know, I know for a fact he got my back and our ancestors, man. Yeah. Man, I used to be the shyest guy in the world. You couldn't pay me to be on this podcast. Oh, really? You couldn't pay me enough <laughs> money to be on here, man. I'm telling you, man, but when I'm talking about this product, man, there's some something comes over me. Mm. Something comes over me, That's and I good, got man. the gift of gab, man. Now, if you ask me about me, then I'll be stuttering and rubbing <laughs> my head and all that, man. But talking about this product, because I know what it can do. Right. And that's your passion. I 100%. That's your passion, man. So before we get out of here, Brian, I want you to give the people uh, in the websites, where can they find it, where can they contact you for any testimonials, or places where you're going to be in the city. So, man, I, I do pop-up shops all around the city. Um, if there's a pop-up shop that you see on social media, nine times out of ten, I'm going to be there. You can go to the website, thepocketusa.com. The Pocket USA on our social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, what's that, YouTube, mm-hmm. all that, man. I just try to put out good contact to show that the product is, and just check the pedigree. Check the pedigree on how long I've been doing this. This is not nothing I just started. I've been mm-hmm. doing this since 2016, okay. since Philando Castile was murdered. Mm-hmm. That's that, that was my starting point because my son was in driver's ed, and I'm like, I got to do something. What's the, what's, the, what's the price point on it? It's only $24.99. Oh, it's cheap. $24.99. Um, like I said, I... I, I I'm not finna try to sell something that I can't afford. Right. I'm not finna try to sell something that my mom couldn't afford 20 years ago while she had four kids in school. Right. I just want something that's feasible. Like I said, you ain't paying for no shipping. You ain't paying for no taxes. I'm paying for all that. So I just want this product in your vehicle. $25. That's it. That's it. That's one drink. That's it. <laughs> you know what or, I'm or, yeah, don't, don't buy that one drink or don't buy that lady that drink that one time, man. <laughs> right. Say that, man. Get something to protect the kids, man. That makes sense. That makes sense, man. Look, so... Guys, I want y'all to do this. Do me a favor. I want you guys to go to the Pocket USA and purchase at least five of them. That's only $100, right? Did I, that, that's the right math? No, that's $125. That's $125. Four of them. That's $100. That's it. Do four of them and pass them out to you think need them, you know what I'm saying, to your family. Because I'm pretty sure everybody got a young man, a young woman in their family that started to drive and they need it. It should have in that glove box 
just for safety purposes. It makes sense for not just us, but for the city also. Uh, brother, I appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate you, brother. So one more quick, 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 yeah. quick story. So I have a, it's a nonprofit in Denver, Colorado, man. Mm -hmm. Denver, Colorado heard about my product, man, and they purchased these mothers by the hundred, and that's what they do. I go out there every year. I was well, been two years. I've been out there the last two years to help them with feeding the homeless, passing our backpack right before school, man, and just having a good day. We feed the homeless. We pass our backpacks. We we do community events with the police out there. Just different small um, business. They come together, yeah. and we work as one to help the community. That's good, man. Man, that's a great feeling. That's good. And in Houston, um, every Sunday, we be downtown. What's that address? 3000 Emancipation, I think. I'm not sure about that address. Just go on my social media. We feed the homeless every week. Wow. Every week. Okay. Every week with a guy I play ball with, Michael Patterson. He have a ministry. He out there every day. I can only go out there on Sundays. Mm -hmm. But come out there. We feed the homeless, and it just feels good to help out. Man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I did some stuff. You know, I don't want to say it on camera, but I did some stuff, you know. But I got Right. And, yeah. and I don't like to I don't yeah. like to talk about it either, but I just want people to see and just know if you want to come out and help, if you want to donate old blankets or usable blankets, sweaters, long sleeve, food, man, just come out there and help us. Man, they will appreciate it. That's it, man. Look, make sure you, like I said, make sure you guys go hit Brian up, man. Please do. Pocket USA. I, I appreciate you guys for tuning in to the show, man. Look, we going to always, look, I told you, the year 2024 is the year of purpose for the podcast. I'm bringing people on here only that's going to help the community out and not just help them out, but help extend the community, you know what I'm saying, to other pieces of the world that they haven't, haven't even seen yet. So this product right here is going to go big. It's going to go viral. And, uh, you already know you're gonna do your part. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna continue to do my part, man, because I got kids looking at me. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't ever want nobody to say I said something that didn't do it. So right. I'm gonna always put my mouth where my money is, man, and I always talk about this product to protect you and your loved ones. There it is. There it is, guys. It's Costly Distinct Podcast. Word of the day is. Give me a word of the day. Safety. Safety. There we go. Safety is the word of the day. Much love to y'all. Peace out. And that's a wrap. How you feel, man? I feel good, man. Appreciate you, my brother. Oh, man, it's all gravy, man. This is going to air... Uh